to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ket. I'm Davius. This is episode number 29. Almost 30, dude. Almost getting, there. Getting a little old, you know, we're getting up there. You know, we're going to have to start thinking about our career <laughs> and like, you know, where we're headed from here. We can't just be, can't be just joking around out there anymore. No. Thirties yeah. kind of when I started kind of getting it together, started like really taking my job seriously and like just trying to be an adult. I think it was like right around that time. <laughs> That's a good way to describe 30, right? You're like, well, I yeah. guess I better start trying at, to be at an least adult. put in some sort of effort. Yeah. Goes from pretending to be an adult to trying to be an adult. Yeah, it's a subtle difference, but it's, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> it's a spectrum. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I guess that's a perfect way to bring up this first uh, kind of announcement thing I wanted to talk about here. Uh, speaking of adulthood and that sort of thing, uh, I just want to give listeners uh, a little bit of a heads up that there may be a brief... Um, interruption in episode releases because um things are going to be changing a little bit in my personal life i'm uh, taking a new day job that is located in a different geographical location that's uh, kind of a rural setting um there is somewhat high-speed internet access out there fast enough to do a podcast and to play eso so i will be getting that set up but there may be uh some some time during that transition where I just don't have uh, good enough internet access to, to make a podcast. Um, maybe not. It's totally possible that I could have a nice, smooth transition and there'll be no uh, interruptions whatsoever. But uh, I just wanted to start talking about it now, and I'll probably drop little reminders uh, over the next few episodes. It's probably going to have It's going to happen about a month from now. I'm going to be making this move. Um, so hopefully I can get everything, get a place to stay hooked up, get my internet all hooked up and ready before I even get there, and we won't miss a beat. Uh, but there is a possibility that we'll be uh, missing an episode, maybe two episodes, depending on how things go uh, as I make that transition. So uh, don't worry if a couple of weeks go by and you haven't seen an episode uh, pop up in your feed. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. We just got to take this little break uh, while I make this transition. Listen, the priority has to go scrolling, roof, bed. I mean, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go. Uh, I'll go find a truck stop with like pay by the hour Wi-Fi, and uh, we'll do our podcast. <laughs> oh boy, I'm I'm ready for this one. This is going to be good. I'm I am I'm holding you back on this one. I feel like this is the moment where you're 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 ready, and I'm I'm going to hold you back. Uh, I don't know. Now you're like setting these expectations. Uh, I'm a little disappointed with the <laughs> Narayanath Arms pack. Uh, yep. It's in the Crown Store. I was really looking forward to it. Uh, I've talked about this before. The Lich Resto Staff style is so cool. It's like a vanilla base game style that NPCs have had for the longest time. Uh, or you can have, if you have a Lich Staff, you can use that and have that style. But it's never been available as like a style that you can apply um, and so finally, the the Narayanath Arms Pack is available in the Crown Store, and there's a picture of Narayanath standing there with his awesome Lich Staff. And so I'm like, freaking sweet, I'm going to buy this Arms Pack, I'm finally going to have that Lich Staff style that I can put on all my characters. Uh, so, you know, he's standing there, the cover art, he's holding that staff, 
And then you go and preview the the arms pack and look at the staff that's in there. It's totally different. It's not the same thing at all. <laughs> not the same thing at all. It has this cool glowy effect. I guess it's kind of neat looking, but it's not nearly as neat looking as just the standard Lich staff, which is what's on the picture. Yep. Um, this one. This, this one's a bummer because I feel like you've told you've talked to me about that style of that staff. For like, yeah. like a year ago, maybe two years I've ago. I've been talking about it forever. Like, just yeah. give us the Lich Staff style. We Like, it's so cool. And then you finally thought it was coming. You were pumped about it. It was going to be here. Ugh, that's... And the... It's a toughie. And the the one that we got instead, I've said this about the arms packs before. I, I feel like the actual weapon hardly ever looks very cool. Like, they put a cool glowy effect on it, and that looks cool. But if you take that away, the actual, like, weapon itself is, like, pretty bland and basic looking. That's very much the case with this one. It's like, it's just a staff. Just a yeah. normal, ordinary-looking staff with a cool glowy effect. I would I would like to see them take more risk with the, with the weapons packs. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit with mounts. I would like to see a little bit more risk with, with the weapon packs. And the mounts just you know go go a little crazy you know just let loose get a little bit it. yeah get, yeah you know, get a little weird let loose a little bit you know break lore yeah lore out the window <laughs> fire the lore people <laughs> don't do that uh, um I, so, I I always feel like that you know the weapons back and same thing kind of with the new mounts and stuff it's always it always feels kind of safe you know there's like you said there's some cool ones you know. It's good, but it just kind of feels real safe. Yeah, I think there's a probably a certain contingency of players. It's just well, they gotta complete the collection, so just buy all of them no matter what. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's not really what I've been doing this week, but it's like <laughs> that's, a thing. That's all that you've talked this about this week. week. You just if you log in, you stare at it. That's what's happened. Yeah. And I just it's just it's just four hours straight. Like I can't believe they did that. Um so of course I've been waiting for this patch to drop so that my stamina necromancer bow build, Bobby Bobango, can finally be his true in his true form, his final form. Uh he's been I've had his build done for a while and it's been super strong for, you know, a few weeks now. Um but I've been waiting for this patch to drop because basically every thing in his build is just getting majorly buffed. So he's just like a super hulked out version of himself now. And I didn't even have to change anything. I just logged in, updated the game. He's just a better <laughs> character now. So I've done a bunch of battlegrounds with him. I've gotten, I have gotten some hate whispers. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. That's yep. how you know it's a good, successful build. That's how you know it's working. Um, I have uh, the footage captured to make the build video. I've taken the screenshots. So I just got to sit down and record the voiceover and then put it all together. Um, we'll see. You know, like as I said at the beginning of the episode, uh, I'm, I'm going through a lot of like career changes and life changes right now. Um, so hopefully I can make some time to make that video here pretty soon. But please do bear with me if, it, if it's delayed a bit. Uh, but like I said, I'm pretty close to having it, uh, and man, it's going to be worth the wait. This is just an incredible build. It's so much fun. It's one of my very favorite builds, um, and it kind of has it all, man. I mean, it has an absurd amount of damage, like an absolutely absurd amount of damage. 
uh, fully speed capped. Uh, he's a he's a speedy little devil. Uh, he and he's also like pretty surprisingly tanky and has quite a lot of healing power. Like he kind of has everything. He is. Uh, ex- he's nasty. He's nasty. Uh, I think one exception is uh, he's really weak against stealth enemies. So like night blades or like vampires that are using that passive. Uh, he doesn't have a way to force enemies out of stealth. Um, so uh, that's just kind of a weakness I've accepted about the build, and I'm just going to let that be the case and, and go on with it. And that's fine. You know, every build has its weaknesses, and that's that's just one of his. I, I happen to be one of the unfortunate souls that got to see this character early on before I think even you realized what it was. We did some, yeah. some dueling. And... <laughs> I, we could laugh about it now, but this is this build in the early dueling just took the wind out of my sails on my poor Stamplar, who I unfortunately dueled this character. It just, oh, it just took my momentum. I was like, oh my gosh, I just got so ruthlessly destroyed. I just kind of moved on silently I to felt, my next character. <laughs> I felt bad because you'd been like kind of really into that character yeah. that week and all that, and. But that's like that. It's it was that same moment for me when I kind of realized that we might be onto something special here <laughs> with this build, because like we've like we've tested builds against each other before. Oh, yeah. Like I, I know kind of what to expect, and you know you always play these heavy armor Nords, mm-hmm. uh, and so like I'm sitting here and you know I'm not trying I'm not trying to boast, but you you know I I was I was killing you very quickly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were yeah. And, like you were even you like... know like. <laughs> And you're no noob to this game. Like you know how to play, uh, and like this tanky, heavy armor, freaking Nord. Uh, I was like, man, yeah. I'm like, what am I? What what have I done? What have I? What have I created here? I I will always remember it that because we were doing it and we had done two or three runs. And you were like, no, 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 really try to stay alive. And I just remember thinking, well, I I am trying. Like this is <laughs> this is brutal. I I am trying. Like to no, stay don't alive. take it easy, yeah. dude. Come on. No, no, really, really, really. Really try to stay alive this time. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is brutal." <laughs> oh, it was a good time. It's, it, was, uh, it was funny to think back now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's a it's a lot of damage, and like I said, the survivability is also very high. And that's that's something usually that you don't get with with proc focused builds. And that's this build largely relies on procs. It actually has pretty low weapon damage, uh, but still, yeah, surprisingly, a lot of healing power, a lot of survivability, and the the speed, he's fully speed capped. Like I said, the speed in combination with all that just it makes him a terror, is what it is. Yeah. And it's, it, I, I, sh- I don't know if I mentioned already, his sustain is also very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just all around superstar, man. One of my favorites. Yep. Um, and he's he, weak against Nightblade. That's the only thing. Yeah. But, and, and I think it's important to mention, too, is that, it, you know, you talked a little bit about this early, but he hits so hard and he hits you with that major main. And so it's, you just can't even recover. Or, uh, defile. Defile. I'm sorry. Yeah, the major yeah. defile, and so you just you know, as he's hitting you so hard, you just there's nothing you can do to to recover from it. Yeah, and you have these stacking executes from poison injection and the sheer venom set, and that major defile. Also, so blast bones is what applies major defile, and that uh, blast bones deals disease damage, which can all always potentially apply minor defile so they could possibly have both you know and they're getting a 45 percent healing reduction on top of the 60 percent healing reduction they already get in pvp right yep 
So they have they have that going on and this stacking execute and the actual burst attacks that are coming as well. It's 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 a lot, dude. It's a whole lot. A lot uh, going roly on. Poly, roly poly builds and night blades are the ones that I struggle against the most. Um, but even then, like if I can catch them, like if, I just got to catch one CC and that's all it takes. <laughs> Uh, also been playing with Betsy just cause I don't know this week I've been feeling I've, I've been longing for a sense of comfort. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm facing a lot of, uh, changes, po positive changes, but, but big changes, uh, in my personal life. Uh, and I think just amidst all that turmoil, I just kind of need Betsy to anchor <laughs> me right now. Uh, Old reliable uh, Betsy. Yeah. Um, my, of course, my my PvP main, my stamina Templar. She's an orc. She's she's the best, dude. She's the she's the total best. I mean, I know we talk about stam works a lot, and I think most people would be like, oh yeah, these guys, they're pro probably their favorite is stam sork. You know, a lot of days that's true, but <laughs> really, really, really deep deep down, it's really stamina Templar for me, hundred <laughs> percent. It always comes back to Betsy, uh, and it always feels amazing to play on this character. It's just like I could almost play it bl blindfolded. What's um, what's what's funny about this is that we're kind of both this way. Mine is more just Templar, you know, because Davius is really my main. He's really my favorite. I don't know if he's a Magplar or, or a Stamplar anymore. It's with his healing or tank and all of his mess. But it's funny because we both love Stamsork. That's like. I feel like that's like the rock show. That's like we go out and those are the those are the ones we have the fun with. But when we go back home, <laughs> we just need our Templars there. You know, we just yeah we need to go back home to the Templar. But uh, yeah, Betsy. Betsy's great. I've uh, been doing a lot of battlegrounds with her. She's kind of like Stab Sork for me uh, where I, I just I just know I'm going to get decent results every time. Uh, I don't know if it's so much. Well, honestly, probably right now, this meta, it probably does have a lot to do with the fact that it's just a Templar with a cleanse. Yeah, just um, get a cleanse on there. Uh, plus, she's super duper fast, and she has a ton of damage. So she really just has everything to, to thrive in the meta right now. She can cleanse off all that Venomous Smite and all those bleeds and all that other nonsense. Uh, she has all that speed to outrun people who are trying to apply that stuff to me, and then enough damage to burst someone down very, very quickly and get back on the move. Um, it just feels so good to play, man. Like a fully speed capped stamina Templar, like medium armor with a bow. It just feels good. It feels really good. Uh, we checked out these new dungeons, right? <laughs> hey, um, these were our, these were our legendary story runs. Don't worry, guys. We yeah. uh, we got the story run down. So One. this is our goal. We were gonna do. <laughs> Story runs. We're going to pay attention to the dialogue. We're actually going to like know what's going on in the story. Uh, also, let's do it on veteran. We can do it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so neither of those things happened. <laughs> Hold on. Let me uh, check my did... story notes. One's in a castle. One has to do with <laughs> werewolves. Done. We get in there and we do what we always do. Well, first of all, before we even get in the dungeon, you know, we're just hopping in Discord, just screwing around, just running running around in the game, just talking about random stuff. Uh, and then before you know it, like two hours have passed. Yep. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I don't feel like doing a veteran DLC dungeon now. <laughs> Especially like I've heard these are kind of hard. Yep, you know? yep. 
So we're like, all right, let's just do it on normal. Come on. And we'll, we'll do the story. It's fine. Uh, and so we get in there, but then we just keep talking while we're just mindlessly just blasting through the dungeon and not even paying attention to a thing. <laughs> I think my favorite, my favorite moment was, I think we had killed two bosses. I think there's four bosses. We killed two of the bosses. And one of us, I don't remember who it was. One of us just said to the other one, Hey, do you even know what's going on in here? Do if we have we do we know this lady's yelling? Do we know what she's yelling about? And we just went, no, no, I guess no, we didn't. No uh, I guess we don't know why she's yelling. Cool uh, story run. <laughs> that's when we realized A plus on the story run. Yeah, and the veteran run. <laughs> yeah, and the veteran um, run. So we yeah, got- but you know we got some general impressions, right? Castle Thorn, very vampire-y. It's a yep. uh, it's a castle. It's very spooky, kind of Halloween kind of vibes. Uh, a lot of, a lot of vampires. Vampires uh, a lot of, are there. A lot of blood stuff going on in there. Pretty cool. Like some of those boss, like stage, like those uh, fight stages were. Yeah. Pretty cool. I have to say, with both dungeons, the thing that stood out to me the most, and really just from, you know, you doing your daily pledges and you see these new dungeons. They've gotten so good with the design and detail of dungeons. Like you can just you go run yes. like fungal grotto and then you go to these and you're like, what? There's no way these are two considered the same thing. They just Oh yeah. That's a really great point. Uh the coolest thing about Castle Thorn is that it really is a full on castle with a billion rooms and yep. nooks and crannies that you can you can explore that place for days, I feel like. It's so big, and so much of it has nothing to do with like the objective of the dungeon. It's just space to explore. Yeah. This, you, cool. you don't even have to explore it if you don't want to. Yeah. Uh, Stone Garden kind of takes it to another level, though, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was part of our story run. You know, we, we finished the run. And then we're running around and we're like, hey, what are these what are these other rooms? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like the dungeon's over. We killed the final boss. Yeah. But there's this there's all this other stuff that we didn't even see in that dungeon. It took us a while to even like figure out how to get to these different areas. And yep. it's like, how can the dungeon be over and there's still all of this to see? <laughs> uh, we found these like weird kind of like special alchemy stations right and you had to like find you had to go and like hunt down ingredients uh and and then i I don't know i never figured it out but you did something yeah so this is a theory and and if if we're wrong on this please reach out let us know you know we're always we always want people to 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 reach out let us know but scrolling podcast at gmail.com there it is boom uh but my theory is is that because i finally did one of the tables i had the ingredients and it gave me just a flat weapon and spell damage buff and so i'm guessing that on vet these are probably a lot more important you can still do them on normal but it's probably a lot more important on vet to have these buffs like you can go out of the way to get these extra buffs for characters uh, as you're um, going through the the dungeon when you use those alchemy tables is it? Do you actually create a potion that you can consume at any time, or does it just give you that buff right then? Just gives you the buff, but there's no timer on the buff. It was just the flat buff. Oh. It was oh. just it was just there, no timer. So the entire time I was in the dungeon, it just gave me that buff. Uh, so that might be, yeah, you might be right. Like on veteran, 
you may, maybe you have to do that yeah. or maybe it just makes it way way easier if you yeah. do there's probably something that's you know it, it, there's probably a fight or something on veteran that makes that a lot easier we need to we need to run these on veterans figure to figure it out uh but still we really some, uh, we need to get some people to carry us through, through the veteran <laughs> version of these because i've heard they're pretty tough yeah uh, but really cool idea. I mean, I, I love the uh, the creativity that's going into these. I think we both can uh, agree. We're both very impressed with these dungeons and just the overall design and stuff. Yeah, the uh, Stone Garden was cool too. It was like all underground and all the glowing rocks and stuff. And uh, uh, we mentioned this while we were run while we were running it uh, in Stone Garden. They did such a cool job of giving it like this like mad scientist, like sci-fi mm-hmm. vibe, but still within the lore and the stuff that you can do in that universe. Yep. Uh, really, really cool. Yeah, they did a great job on both of them. Uh, and even, on, you know, another really cool uh, thing that we've talked about is the final boss of Castle Thorn. Just the just the start of that fight, the room of that fight. Very, very yeah. cool. Um, yeah, cool vibes. Yeah, really, really cool cool dungeons really good job on both yeah i know you, you i'm remembering now the way the the way the boss enters that room just as we were entering that room a very cool like just way to meet that boss like yep. it's, like it makes it seem like this is about to go down dude it's about to <laughs> it's about to get real in here uh, she so. like slowly she like slowly descends from up above and she like has this badass pose she's like this vampire yep. lord um yeah yeah really cool yeah they did a good job go run oh, these dungeons do some story runs if you haven't <laughs> yeah do some story runs like we did we know we're totally caught up and we know exactly what's going on we know exactly what's happening uh, um just like we did them did those dungeon runs on veteran yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like that um so uh you know you so i'm I'm gonna talk about my stamp crow a little bit here uh you, you okay. talked about your stamp crow uh you, this is big you know i've already leaked it to you but i still this is big he is using blast bones now i know it i did it thought i'd never see the day he's using blast bones since since day one and you know this i have not liked blast bones i don't like the way it works don't like the mechanics uh, well, it used to just like kind of not work. Yeah, I think that's true. That might be part of it. Is just like well, it it really maybe was barely worth using in the first place, just because it barely worked. I feel like that's what turned me off from it. But then yeah. you just never got over it. I feel like <laughs> I, I never forgave them for for the disaster yeah. it was when it first started. Uh, no, but uh, so I'm using. So I kind of, you know, I've been talking about my Stamcrow Bear Skull. He, he does the you know the five piece Sword Singer with the uh, Daring Corsair as the other five piece. Um, I I kind of made some changes, tinkered with him. He was the one I've been talking about. He's one of the things I was most excited about. He's getting, Sword Singer is getting that the the big uh, damage buff. Um, but so I I actually pulled uh, Blood Spawn off of him, and I actually moved my the Ring of the Wild Hunt to him because. Um, you know, most people that are that play Necromancer, they're they're kind of slow, especially if you. I feel like if you do a Nord, uh, uh, Necro, then you're definitely going to have some slow. So I threw the moving slow. I threw the Ring of the Wild Hunt on there, so he's he's flying around. Uh, he got the buffs from this patch. I threw Blast Bones on there, uh, and this guy's really he's really turned into something. Um, 
I, I he has ascended. He has turned into uh, something here. I, I had, you know, I sent it in the Discord earlier this week, and, and we made some jokes. Uh, fully buffed, his his dizzy swing uh, is over thirteen k. Uh, Tooltip on his on his spammable dizzy swing. It's um, like having an ultimate as your spam. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, he hits like a truck. Uh, his onslaught is just under 17k, um, and you know, with him being a Nord, uh, he's wearing. Uh, he was wearing blood spines, not anymore. But he's still uh, part of the reason for I felt good about taking blood spawn off is I can't remember the name of the ability, but Necros have that fantastic ulti gen ability uh, where you uh, absorb the corpses to get uh, ultimate. Can't remember the name mm-hmm. of it. But um, um, what is it? Called? It's called something. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's got a name. Um, but that just combined with the fact that the characters in Nord is plenty of ultimate build. He's getting and uh, the Daring Corsair is actually giving a minor heroism every time I use my spammable. So he already has fantastic ulti gen. So he's he gets and a, um, Daring Corsair reduces the cost of your ultimate by ten percent. Right? Yep. So he's onslaughting yeah. all the time. Um, I do like this character. He's very simple rotation. Uh, it's just dizzy swing, dizzy swing, onslaught when it's there, and then execute when it's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, That's all you need. Yep. Uh, and I, I've kind of joked with you. He goes so fast now. He's I actually, the other change I made is that he's full seven medium, which another oh, never never thought, wow. never thought to see the day. Old Davius running seven medium. I like a seven medium. Uh, he is, he's a fast character. He's, the probably the mm-hmm. hardest part about landing the dizzies is that I am over running the targets now because I'm moving you're so like, fast. You're like running past them <laughs> as you're swinging. <laughs> uh, I just imagine that I'm just saying, "Oh, here it comes! Watch out for the oh, oops! I, I <laughs> went a little too far." <laughs> you like, like whiff second. and go off a cliff <laughs> or something like Wiley e. Coyote. You joke about that. I <laughs> I've run off a cliff or two with how quick this character's going compared to, yeah. to the other characters I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's happened, um, but. Uh, he he's a lot of fun, you know. Um, I think the first, and I told you about this too. You know, we always love to kill uh, the giants outside of Windhelm. That's it's one of our favorite, just random farming spots, just to get rotation, practice rotation, and kind of see yeah. DPS on a character. Uh, I was going through those giants, and it's it's not my regular, but I was hitting one, and I finished him off, and I was at like forty five k DPS when I finished the finish this giant off and at that moment i that was when i kind of realized like oh my gosh this guy this guy does a lot of damage compared to my other characters yeah. and this guy think, hits hard i think we should i should explain about like we we test these um we test our pvp builds out on these giant npcs uh up in uh where what is the name of the place east march Windhelm. come on just outside of windhelm in east march and uh, I'll forgive you. You know, of course, <laughs> of course, in PvP, I think a lot of people will tell you, well, it's not so much about DPS; it's more about just your burst, and that that's true. But it's uh, it can be a helpful uh, metric to just for comparison's sake. Uh, so we we often go and beat up these giants, uh, and you know, it can be yeah, it can be a helpful just measurement to take. Like okay. From beginning to end, when I start attacking this giant until he dies, how much damage per second am I doing in that window of time? 
gives you a good idea of just how hard your character hits in general. Yeah. Um, so I like I like to do that. Yeah, it's just kind of a good uh, measuring stick. I feel like for kind of what, and and it's good to compare to other characters. You know, if we've got battlegrounds yeah. characters that work, then we kind of know what numbers are good to see. And, uh, yeah, it just works out really well. And those giants are just tanky enough. Yeah, and that's the other thing is there there that area is so great. Maybe we should keep it hush. I don't know. But... <laughs> hey, I've been inviting what's, people what... to East March for for <laughs> for almost however many episodes now. What's uh what's great about the giants is yeah they have enough health so that you can pull off your full combo maybe even a couple of times before they die. Uh, and there's so many of them around there you can just run around and just just keep doing it again and again. I wish you could CC them is the only thing. That's and then the you could one really thing. actually practice your combo for real. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's whatever. the one thing you can't can't CC. Um, so yeah, so the bear skull, uh, he's my damn crow. He's he's in good shape right now. That's I was doing mainly battlegrounds at the beginning of the week with him, um, having a lot of fun with just how hard he hits. Um, it, yeah, he's. It, I, I like him just because I know that Stam Crow is such a a popular. Uh, it's kind of the it's kind of the the go to class right now in battlegrounds. And now that mm. I'm using Blast Bones, you know, I'm using. It's a big part of the reason. Uh, but I still I still like that he's he's kind of he's he's very unique for Stam Crow and that um, he mainly is just all in on those two handed abilities with that sword singer. It it, uh, it works out well. And the, the Daring Corsair, given the 10% uh, cost reduction to those two-handed weapon abilities, uh, yeah. it really allowed me to kind of... His, his sustain is a lot lower than I would normally run, um, but he, it's just fine on him because you know all, his, you know, all of his major abilities that he's using a lot uh, have a 10% cost reduction, so it led me kind of even go even further. Yeah, well, uh, you have... Weapon uh... The seven medium is giving you a lot of cost yep. reduction, also. Yep. So it, it it works out really well. He's he's he feels really good in battlegrounds right now. Um, and then more recently, kind of where I've did with the later of the week battlegrounds, is that uh, the other character that I talked about, I'm excited about old Lord of Nords, my full on ulti gen. Uh, he's got the new blood spawn working. Blood spawns back. Yeah, blood spawns. Uh, back he's got potentates he's got the uh, the uh, champion of the hist um he's the he's, trait the the weapon trait uh decisive weapon trait that, decisive that, that got buffed uh and and you know it's it's interesting because the the world of stam dk and i think you've experienced this you can talk on this a bit too it's uh it's it's kind of a tough they're kind of in a tough spot right now uh it's not their best moment uh you know i uh yeah, you're totally right. And I was talking about this on the last episode because I had this cool DK build that I was like really psyched about putting together. Uh, and so I've been trying it out. Uh, it's like, man, I've been struggling so much. Like, and it, the build has a lot of damage and, and it sometimes does well, but it's just like the DK defensive toolkit is just, for me anyway, not up to the task of surviving in a battleground, at least for that build anyway. Uh, but I could make that build work on a stam sword. Yep. Um, and then I just started noticing, like, well, maybe it's not just me because I'm really not seeing a ton of stam DKs right now. Uh, so maybe they're just struggling as a class in that environment. It's it is a struggle. I I with all the battlegrounds I was doing, the you know the biggest struggle right now is that uh, uh, it's tough to have a cleanse on the stam DK, and it's for a for a such a melee class. 
with this proc meta we're in, it's you're <laughs> when you're getting from point A to point B, that is a dangerous trick right now on Battlegrounds. Yeah, um, you just don't have any of those, you know, like Templar's Cleanse gets them through quite a bit. Stamsworks Streak. Yeah. Nightblades have their cloak. Uh, Wardens have Shimmering Shield and a Cleanse and lots of healing. Uh, you know, Stamity Case, they don't have any of that. They don't have speed. They All, all they can do is just freaking tank it out and that's just not really doable and no cp especially right yeah now. you just can't do it right now um yeah. that being said though uh the the ulti gen you know uh it they, i actually got pretty good results it's i've kind of realized that the stand dk life especially just specifically my character lord of nords is that uh he gets a lot of kills he, you know he runs the malakath ban uh he gets a lot of kills uh, but he gets a lot. Of, it got a lot of deaths too, uh, which is kind of just BGs in general mm-hmm. now. But uh, that's absolutely <laughs> Sally. My my orc stamp. I have a, so I have a Nord stamp DK and an orc stamp DK. So the one I'm talking about now is the orc. Mm-hmm. E- exact same story with her. She gets she'll she'll go like fifteen and fifteen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like, that's that's where I typical. That's where I was at. Like I think my average was probably like twelve kills, but then I'll have like nine deaths. It's like yeah. it's it's basically every every kill you get, you're gonna turn around and get killed right after you get the kill. Because um, you have to hit you have to hit and run mm-hmm. and this stam DK is just not set up for that. Yep. They're just there's not that's why that, that was a big reason why, you know, I switched to the you know the the, the new heal that they made the change on. Um, just to try to get maybe some stronger heals, some survivability. Um, because you know with this ultigen build he's i mean i'm leaping all over the place with the potentates i think my ultimate costs 94 ultimate to leap um and i have the morph that reduces the cost as well so it's like 94 ultimate to leap and he's getting ultimate like crazy uh i almost i think uh i i need to do the actual test on it but from from how many battlegrounds i 94 ultimate for a leap is pretty awesome yeah it's Especially on a Nord with Bloodspawn. And, yeah, and you're generating ultimate so yes. fast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got to see that in action. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it averages out about every... I'm, I'm leaping about every second rotation is what about averages out in a battleground. From I haven't done the exact math to figure that out, but going through mm-hmm. enough battlegrounds, that's kind of how it feels. As I do one rotation, second rotation, leap. Another rotation, second rotation, leap. That's, that's pretty much how it yeah. works out. Uh, and with that Malakath band... Uh, the leap is, you know, it, it's pretty nasty. It hits uh, hard, and that's going to help your survivability quite a bit because you get that battle roar, so you're kind of healing when you leap. Yeah. Uh, um, if are you using the morph that gives you the, the damage shield, or, or the, no? no? I, I'm I'm using the actual uh, stamina version because that's okay. that's the one that I think it's called Take Flight, uh, but that's the one that mm-hmm. also has it has a built-in cost reduction too. So Take Flight ah, makes gotcha. it cost a little bit less. Cool. Uh, so. He's he's leaping all over the place. I mean, he's he's Lord of Nords. What is what is it? Lords are leaping. He's Lords are leaping. Lords are leaping. <laughs> he's he's doing it. There's the, there's the episode title. Right <laughs> Lords are <there>. leaping. <laughs> uh, it's happening. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, I'm having the same results as you. It's it's a whole lot of kills, but uh, you better be prepared to to die. It it kind of when I was early in the week when I was doing battlegrounds, I. You know, especially with, I, I, you know, you talked about, I, I kind of do tanky characters, ones that kind of survive situations. I did a couple battle rounds. I kept thinking, I was like, man, these are not going well. And at the end of the match, it'd be like, well, you got 13 kills, but 
nine deaths. So it was like, this is it's just a weird feeling. I'm not used to, to mm-hmm. those types of numbers. Uh, but he is, he's a lot of fun to play right now. I'm going to keep tinkering with him. Like I said, I made the, the heal change. Maybe that'll help with the survivability. Um, I did do one battleground. I remember this one specifically that I had a dedicated healer in the battleground. Oh, nice. <sighs> oh man. I think that one, he went like, I think I went like 14 and two. <laughs> I, that makes a big difference. Yeah. If he's got someone healing him, it was, it made all the difference. I stuck to that healer like glue. It, it was one of those ones where right at the beginning of the match, he was like, Hey, I heal people. I just did the smiley face in chat. That's all I needed. I remembered what his look was, and I just stuck to that guy like glue. Uh, and that one went really I'm gonna, well. I'm going to try to pay attention this week and see if I can spot any DKs doing well and try to like take note of what they're doing and yeah. how, how they're playing and, and it's, how they're getting those it's a, results. It's a, t- it's a tough, it's tough life out there for Stamp DKs right now. Uh, that's the thing, too, is that... And I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how if it's working for you. Is that when you... When you even when you're fighting somebody, uh, every kill I get, I feel like that by the end of it, I'm at twenty percent health. Like it's just I there's there's no defense. It's just all out offense with the stamp DK mm-hmm. right now. It's just go all out, try to get the kill, and then hopefully nobody's nobody's around when you get the kill to turn around. You can run in a corner and try to get healed back up. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then the 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 one thing here it is. We're bringing it up. I've talked about it before, but it's pretty much locked in. We've, 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 there's been whispers. You know, we've mentioned it. <laughs> the werewolf support build, I'm locking it in. You know, it's five piece Craglin's Hal, five piece Arcasis's genius. Uh, werewolf, gonna go pack leader. Uh, this is gonna be for our wolf pack. We've talked about it for a long time. It's gonna happen. Uh, we're gonna run uh, a, a wolf pack of goons uh the goon pack i don't know maybe a goon pack the goon (laughs) pack it's gonna happen uh this guy i i in theory this guy is just gonna feed so much ultimate to the group that people are just gonna be werewolves the whole time they don't even have to worry about it they can spec all damage uh this guy's gonna have them covered on them staying as werewolves uh the the one thing that I haven't finalized yet is that uh, I think I'll probably do a monster set. I don't think uh, I know a lot of werewolves out there doing the Ring of the Wild Hunt. I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, but we kind of mm-hmm. we kind of both this way is that if we're using a set or an item on one character, uh, we usually like to try to not use it on a different character just so we're using a bunch of different sets, a bunch of different play styles. Yeah, we like to just kind of force ourselves to explore different things. Yeah, so uh, uh, Ring of the Wild Hunt is on the Stam Crow, so I'm going to keep it that way. Uh, but uh, I'm thinking right now, uh, probably Mighty Chudan, or I think it'd be cool to do Lord Warden, just because uh, werewolves, you know, it's hard to keep the resistances up. They're not going to have the major resolve. And so that Lord Warden could kind of help the, the werewolf pack with that. Uh, but I'm going to do a call out for our listeners on this is that I'm curious to hear what their thoughts are. If they've got an idea uh, with, uh, with the, with the extra piece or two pieces, whether it's a, a mythic item or, 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 or a monster set, uh, what they think the final piece to the werewolf support build should be, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to write and I'm going to say mighty Chudan. <laughs> 
you're voting for Mighty Gene. I never would have thought that. Uh, you've been, you've be- been got, you've had some passive aggressives towards me just because I don't have a character with Mighty Judan. You know, every yeah, now well, and Gizmo, then. What do you have against Judan? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I. I need to, you know, I've been talking about, I feel like that I've, I've let people down. I've been talking about leveling up this werewolf for a while, but this is the first time that I'm so they excited. They keep asking about. me, <laughs> where's Davis's the, werewolf? Where's the, they keep where's saying. the werewolf build? <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about this one. I think it's, it's such a goofy build to see this werewolf that's going to be buffing people. But uh, if, if it really does work where it just gives an insane amount of ultimate to the group, it's just going to be so much fun, I feel like. Mm-hmm. we're gonna do it we keep saying it <laughs> you know just when the when the time is right it's gonna happen yep really what we need is we need one of those uh experience uh, experience uh event in game holiday events those are the those are the times the level up perhaps uh quick. an imperial city event perhaps. oh you mean like an xp event i see, I see. well imperial city is a good that's uh, not a bad idea there might be something to that yeah we could get a goon pack in Imperial City and go slaughter like waves and waves of noobs. That could be fun. <laughs> could be a lot of fun. All right. Um, no emails this week. If you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. That's scrolling with an I N, scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. Um, anything you'd like to ask or share, you can tell us a funny joke. Just say hello. Really, whatever you like is fine, as long as you're friendly about it. Scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up in-game. I am at Ketsparrowhawk. Davius is at Starjumper. Uh, We have a guild called Stoons Goons. Um, And basically, the vibe that you hear here on the podcast is pretty much what you get with (laughs) Stoons Goons. Uh, We're pretty PvP-focused, but we do really a little bit of everything. We help each other farm for gear. Uh, We... We do like questing and story content when we can force ourselves to pay attention long enough to to do that. And mostly we just kind of hang out in Discord and joke around and talk about a lot of stuff that isn't related to ESO at all while we play ESO. Uh, So we're just a fun group of people. If you're interested, hit us up and you can be a member. We still have plenty of spots open. Um, Anything else to say, Davius, before we head out? Just, uh, you know, let's, let's start up that goon pack, guys. Reach us, reach out, join up. Could be part of this future goon pack. Well, you got to be a werewolf wearing Stoon's favor. <laughs> do we? Rules. Do we have? I don't think there's a single person in the guild that's wearing Stoon's. That actually is wearing. Which I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. Shout out to Grizzly Khan. I think Grizzly. <laughs> of <was> course, <laughs> Grizzly would be the one to carry. Way to go, Grizz. You know, just. Well, Fantastic. I think he put like I think he did something like he put like two pieces on a like a character that he was leveling off or something like that. Hey, can't remember I'll the the, the Grizzly Con shout out of the week. He's he, <laughs> yeah. he's he's helping us with our name. He thought we were gonna get out of here with no Grizzly shout out. Uh, he he snuck in there right at the end, right at the tail end. All right, we're gonna call that an episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye.